Hi, my name is Juliette, and I'm the host for this podcast. I'm studying to be a rabbi. Um, I'm almost there next year, this time. Yay. Um, But anyway, in Judaism, there's a specific portion or reading from the Torah or the Bible for every week of the year. As we go through these readings week by week in order from the beginning of the Torah to the end, from the beginning of the Jewish year to the end, we analyze the stories and we comment on them. Of course, connecting them to real life, to contemporary life, is how these ancient stories come alive, which is one of my great passions as a rabbi. I hope you'll accompany me as I tell these stories of Torah and of my life and the lives of others. If you miss an episode, you can always go back and find it wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for coming with me on this ancient and contemporary journey. And please check out my website, lenegditami.us. That's L as in less or more. Um, N-E-G, you'll figure out what I'm talking about, less or more, um, when you listen to today's podcast. Uh, L-N-E, that's an N as in nincompoop, E-G as in great, D as in draft i-t-a-m-i-d dot us yes we're all in this together it's us us. and please make a contribution even though these podcasts are given freely donations are very welcome and very much appreciated thanks so today uh, I think this is going to be a pretty quick one but I um yeah I it's pretty simple. Um, Vayakel, um, that's this week's Parsha. We're in a leap year, so it's um, not a double Parsha as, as it usually is. Um, it's a Jewish, Jewish leap year. Did I say that already? Um, and um, so it's just about, this week is just about people bringing gifts. Moses telling them God has commanded them or asked them. I guess God always commands, right? He never asks, he always commands, um, to bring gifts to the tabernacle to build this Mishkan, this temporary dwelling place for that will be carried through throughout the desert um, during the 40 years that the Israelites are going to be there. Um, so um, they bring and they bring and they bring, and it comes to a point where it's like precious metals, precious stones, precious skins, uh, workmanship, all kinds of things. And the people are so willing to give and they're, they're doing it with such a full heart that it comes to the point where Moses has to say, stop, enough. We can't accept any more gifts. And I thought, what an interesting thing. We can't accept any more gifts. Like, how does that feel? when you want to give and you've been asked to give and you want to, and you're like, oh my God, I want to contribute to this. And then you're told you can't. That doesn't feel so good, right? Well, just the other day, a friend texted me, actually just yesterday, that she has to go for surgery next week. And she's scared. It's, it, it's, it's an inconclusive surgery. It's, it's scary. It's just scary, the whole thing, being put to sleep, I mean, God, I hate that whole idea too. Horrible. But um, so 
I started thinking right away, how can I support her? And I decided I should offer to organize and lead a healing circle for her. And I immediately went into overdrive, planning it all in my head. What was I going to do? What was I, all these things. And it, and it made me kind of nervous. Like I started to get worked up and I went into, yeah, like I said, I went into overdrive. And when I talked to her about it, at first she had a really hard time accepting such a gift. She was embarrassed. She was like, how I could hear it. It was, how can I, how can I deserve, how could I deserve such a thing to be the center of attention like that? And I told her the wise things that others have said to me in the past, Um, but that I never really applied, believed applied to to me. Um, That in receiving, you are giving and how important it is to learn to receive as much as to give. I mean, these seem like platitudes, right? But they're true. They're true. Well, it didn't take too long to, to, to convince her. And once she'd accepted these tenets, she said, okay. Um, and then she said, you know, I'd really like to ask others to make offerings. And when she said that, I could feel my insides just completely relax. I could breathe. I didn't have to do it all myself. And I could let it unfold in a more relaxed way. So we talked and I sent out an email. And no sooner had I done that, than people started responding. And it seemed like every single person wanted to offer something. That's, it was pretty much like that. A prayer, a psalm, a, a song, a poem. And they were, everybody was so humble about it. They were like, only if there's room for me, I would really like to offer blah, blah, blah. And I thought, well, of course there's room for you. That's silly. But then it actually got to the point where there were so many offers that were pouring in that I wondered if I should tell them no more. And then I kind of had to laugh at myself because I was like, oh my God, this sounds like this week's Torah portion. Like, I'm going to tell them, no, I can't tell them no more. How can I do that? I mean, the richness of what they were offering and the fact that they wanted to, their desire to give was so beautiful and touching. And so I I decided, no, I'm not going to tell them no. Let's see how this goes. And there has there have to be other channels for people's ability to give. There must be other ways of giving and other ways of accepting what people want to give. And because how, how can it be too much? I mean, it feels like such a letdown when a person wants to give and they're told they can't. Because honestly, there can never be an overabundance of love and sharing. And that's what the gifts represent. That's what every kind of gift represents when it comes from a person's heart. Which is why it makes me think these holidays, you know, when we're supposed to give, it, it, it starts to feel like a chore rather than just coming from your heart. But here's something that where you know that a person is in need and you just want to give in that situation. There, it's our natural desire to build something beautiful 
for the common good. I mean, that's what the tabernacle is. But in general, like we want to build, we want to build a kind of society where everybody gives and everyone is supported. And it, it kind of reminded me, Moses' response, you know, it reminded me of what I was talking about last week in I Asked for Rags in relation to our limited imaginations. Like, there must be another way of using all the offerings. There are endless ways that society needs improvement. So my blessing is, and I realized I've been forgetting to give blessings at the end. Um, here's my blessing for this week. May we open our imaginations and find ever more creative ways of giving and accepting gifts. For in receiving, there is giving, and in giving, there is receiving. As much as that sounds like a platitude, it's really true. And let us say, Amen. And good Shabbos, and thanks for being with me today. And go to my website and check out all the other things that I'm I offer. Yeah, all my offerings. Okay. Thanks. Bye. See you next week.